Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard Hello. who loved writing stories. Oh, this is brilliant. Young Howard wrote many stories and scripts. Mr. Quackers was on his magic toilet. But then one day, he grew up and discovered alcohol and laziness. So he put his writing in the attic and forgot about it. Twenty years later, Howard found his old stories and persuaded his lifelong friend Rufus to read them. Join Rufus and Howard as they embark on a mission to read everything he wrote from the age of five until now in The Worst Writer in the World. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat to to every night But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah Woman of a no, woman of a no Worst writer in the world Worst writer in the world Hello everybody and welcome back to the worst writer in the world. Oh no, the dog's here. That dog's here. Oh, no, it's, no. A, it's a TARDIS. It's a, TARDIS. It's a convincing TARDIS sound effect. Oh, no, no, no. Alright, but why has that TARDIS got a duck in it? This is where I keep my ducks. <laughs> Well, uh, exciting news, everybody. It's Doctor Who time. Mm. All right, it's another Doctor Who story by Howard Long, right? That's right. Where have we been all this time? Uh, in you time, know, time we've traveling. We've been in time traveling. Tra- we've been in time traveling, yeah. We've <laughs> been in time traveling. So, a bit of sad news recently, right? Um, mm-hmm. Terence Dix, uh, the writer of Doctor Who, died. Oh, no. But I remember when we were teenagers, young teenagers, we went to a bookshop in Leicester. Because you wanted to get some books signed by Terence Dix and yes. meet Terence Dix, and you were well excited to meet him, right? Very much so. Yeah. What did he say to you? He said, "Hello." <laughs> I don't remember what he said, but we've got photographs. We do, yeah, yeah. We don't should, we should share f- them. Dig that out and see if I can photograph of me. You're not in. It. You took the photograph, so did it's I? just a photograph of me next to a Dalek. Next to a Dalek, yeah. and I think there's a photograph of Terence Dix. Brilliant. Well, so yeah, so I loved him and uh, met him and read all his books, and unfortunately, his talent did not rub off on me, as you will find out <laughs> in this brand new Doctor Who story. All right, let's get started, shall we? Yes, please. Howard, what can you tell us about this Doctor Who book that we're about to read? Doctor Who went off air in 1989, <laughs> right? And that's when you started writing for it, right? Yeah, we know that, we know that. <laughs> you were like, right, brilliant, now, now I should write some Doctor Who scripts, now they don't make them anymore. But then they started writing books, Yeah. but the books were all growed up, growed with up, like yeah. swears in. Oh, really? With swears, and like, really? and like Ace was just fucking everyone, I think. <laughs> Apart, apart from Doctor Who. So I was like, well, this seems good. This seems like my kind of Doctor Who. <laughs> More going upstairs and pissing on each So, other. yeah, so Doctor Who installs a lift. That's what I remember about this is he installs a lift. <laughs> and he's, he's like, like ease, okay, okay. go upstairs, ease. I mean, that's not going to be the worst. No, 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 no. I'm, now, I'm just doing some worst recording. <laughs> okay. All right, so this is a book, right? Because Doctor Who had been cancelled. There were guidelines. Okay, so there were guidelines to submit your... What's it called? Text. Manuscript. Manuscript, yeah. What was the series called? Yeah, it had a, it had Doctor a name Who. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the series of books. 
the new adventures. New adventures, of, of okay. Doctor because the the old adventures have been cancelled. Yeah, so it was the new adventures of Doctor with swears and, and sex. Is okay, and it was meant to be with, but it was meant to be with the latest the continuing, incarnation of continuing Doctor stories Who. of Sylvester McCoy, Sylvester Doctor, McCoy Who. Doctor Who, and Ace Doctor Who. Yeah, and that continued until uh, they actually started making Doctor Who again for a second. Really, and, and then then there was a load of Paul McGann. Oh, for a second, as in you mean, um, as in the, the movie. Mm. And uh, yeah, so and what were the guidelines? The guidelines were, I don't remember them all, but one of the guidelines was don't rec- have returning monsters like Daleks, don't include anything, you know. No Daleks, no yeah. Cybermen, come up with entirely, no drilling. Yeah, come up with entirely new things. <laughs> Did like it say drilling. no drilling? No, because. <laughs> all right, but no Cybermen drilling, no Ballaranium. <laughs> The idea was to make it so there'd be no like lore or history to behind it, so you could just come to it new as a person right, and just so read it. it as a book. Okay. You'd right. still have to explain the wheezing, groaning sound, obviously, and <laughs> there's this Doctor Who travelling around in a in a yeah. machine. But don't have Daleks because we can't we can't get the copyright. Right. Okay. Don't have things we can't have. Yeah. Don't have Star Trek yeah. in it. <laughs> Yeah, don't have Star Trek in it. So, well, you know me. In my previous scripts of um, Doctor Who, I've always tried to introduce Daleks and Cybermen and <laughs> yeah, yeah, any yeah. available And three old Doctor Whos, if you can, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I took those that remit with a bit of song. I took a little <laughs> pinch of song and went like, yeah, but what if, I re- what if what you're I mean, a really good writer like well, me? All right, well, pre-credit sequence. Terror of the Silence. By Howard Long, not Stephen not Moffat. Stephen Moffat. This first paragraph is in italics. Wow. I was really trying to grab their attention with my italics. I was it like, is. hey, you guys know Latin? Check this out. <laughs> italics is Latin. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. No, Latin's a whole other language. Oh. Just putting your words in italics doesn't mean you're writing in Latin. Okay. <laughs> like every doctor has a master. And like from the stifling heat of a summer's day comes a thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. So the sonic boom of 21st century city life finally reaches its own breaking point. And from it, after a lifetime of listening, the hush had been released. Mm. I don't really know what that means. What? <laughs> Do you know what it means? That's really exciting. Like every doctor has a master. Is okay, that yeah. true? Like if I go and see my GP, right? I can see, uh, excuse me, doctor, I've got a you bit of a... You know full well I've got a bit of a, a pain. doctor who book. Yeah, but, uh, excuse me. mean that your GP has Roger Delgado. Right, let me check. Say, uh, uh, excuse me, yeah. Uh, Excuse me, Doctor uh, Doctor Doable, I think her name is Doctor Doable. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Excuse me, Doctor Doable. I've got a bit of a pain in my foot, and then in the corner there's a bloke going, "Oh, Doctor Doable." Doctor Yeah, yeah. Have you not read Doctor Shivago when when like Anthony <laughs> the, Ainley pitches up halfway up. through? Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. Uh... <laughs> yeah, Doctor Frankenstein with his yeah. uh, like trying to try. Excuse me, excuse me, Master Who. I'm trying to make a. Monster John Sims always like there stood behind Frankenstein's monster, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Right, let's start for real. London's West End on a Saturday night. A million lights and ten times as many people. Now, okay. <laughs> London. London has a population of nine million. Right? right. So that means everyone who lives in London. Plus an extra million people are all in the West End. What happened? What happened to the rest of London? That everyone had to evacuate all the suburbs and all the air, like everywhere except the West End all cram in 10 million people. And who were those extra million people? Thinking about it now, having lived in a house and even yeah. just being in a room right now. Yeah. You know, in this room, there's like a lot more lights than there are people. 
Yeah. So it's the wrong way round, isn't it? Yeah, it is actually. It's yeah. usually there's more lights than that's people. That's true. Yeah, that that's an odd situation. Basically, a lot of people wandering around in the dark looking for <laughs> looking for one light per ten people. They're all like people in a massive pile, right? <laughs> that don't really fit. Like oh, I'm drowning, yeah. dead people dying trying to get out to to see those lights, but they can't <laughs> because they're under a pile of them of ten million people. Just a horrible dead pile of people being yeah. lit up. With only a million lights to illuminate them. It's like a Christmas pile of dead people. Yeah. It's just a pile of ten million dead people with with some lights, lights right around there. them. Yeah, they couldn't yeah. afford a tree this year, so we got ten million dead people instead. But the most important thing to take away, I suppose, is that yeah, there's more lights than there are people as a rule. <laughs> yeah. You foolish of me. Well, there you go. That's the way you do it. You say a million people and ten times as many lights. I mean, that would be even if that's an exaggeration. It's not like oh my god, they can't possibly. They probably can. Yeah. Could fit a million people in the West End, maybe. Then it kind of puts the emphasis on the. The fact that there's a lot of lights, and I'm not sure that's what this is about. I think I'm just going to say Why it's busy. Why is it your second line then? <laughs> just skip it. I just want to say it's really busy. But I wanted to say artistically, right. I was trying to like write prose. I'll um, I'll redraft it for you. London's West End on a Saturday night. It's really busy. It's well busy, Professor. <laughs> it's right busy, Professor Who. Yeah. <laughs> All right. A million lights and ten times as many people. No, too many people. <laughs> God, fit. Squeeze it. It's too dark. Everyone is dead. Everyone's dead. It's so dark. <laughs> Neon food smell. Neon food smell. <laughs> food smell. <laughs> Such a good phrase. Like in description. Food smell. Oh, London on a Saturday night. Food smell. <laughs> so weak. What? That's, That's really nice. It's just, it's just like, it's like, like no, a million lights, ten times as many people. Food neon, smell. Food smell. <laughs> but then it does go on to tell you what food smell. Which food Because it's got food smell, dash, yeah. nachos. Nachos. And those nut things in chocolate stuff. <laughs> I mean, you're so lazy. Yeah, there you go. What? No. You're so lazy. Nut things in chocolate stuff. Nobody knows what they're called. <laughs> Those nut things in chocolate stuff. I mean, in one phrase, you've used the word stuff and the word things. You know so little about what they are. You've written food smell. And also London. All right, oh, what do you, what's the food smell in London? Well, nachos, obviously. Yeah. London's famous for its nacho smell. I mean, so many nachos. And, of course, those nut things in chocolate stuff. I mean, like, like a million nights, ten times as many people, a hundred times as many nachos, yeah, yeah. my understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there's, there's nut things in, in, in chocolate sauce. <laughs> Not a sauce, <laughs> chocolate stuff. Chocolate stuff, sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those nut things. I mean, nuts. <laughs> yeah. What's a nut thing? Another thing is just a nut. Those nut things in no, chocolate No, no, no. Well, that's no. A nut's a nut. A nut thing is a nut thing. I mean, uh, you can't really argue with that's that. That's nut like thing, a, nut, not a, nut a nut thing in chocolate stuff, you know. Chocolate nuts, maybe. I don't know. Maybe chocolate nuts. You mean chocolate-coated nuts, right? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no literally one, no, no one idea. Does. I don't know. I know. No one does. Well, do you know? I mean, because I don't associate that with London. I've been to London a few times, but I don't think I've ever seen anyone, like, on the street selling... Chocolate coated nut things. <laughs> there, there was like when I did. They used to. They used to be everywhere. There was like I don't know whether what, I don't know what they were, but there's certainly some kind of chocolate stuff. <laughs> so kind of nothing in chocolate. Well, so they're nut things in chocolate stuff, and yeah. I guess I, I was hoping that everyone would like 
relate to the idea that they had no idea what <laughs> yeah. those things were either because they I never yeah. bought any I never tried any yeah, yeah. I just saw them and they smelled good and I wanted to eat them but it was like what the fuck is that a nut thing and chocolate stuff <laughs> so you are writing from experience when you wrote this London smelt of nachos and, and nut things and chocolate stuff I don't know about the nachos I don't know what that's about <laughs> I don't think I even knew what a nacho was I'm not sure I know what a nacho is now is it like a Dorito uh, yeah, yeah but so what you're seeing is my attempt because this is the first prose we've done of mine that's adult prose. Oh, really? You know? Okay. Because, yeah, we did things like the bus story and Candle of Ever, they're, they're kid so, prose. So it's, it's my hopes to improve and, like, do really brilliant complex sentences, like the opening italics bit. Yeah, that was that was. But complex, also yeah. to do the sly nod things that, like, people, like, yeah. will, will get, like, oh, yeah, I know about what you're talking about with those nut things. Those nut things and chocolate stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, what are they called? What are they? Who would expect a writer to find out and tell you? <laughs> that's not yeah, yeah but that's not the point of it the point is that everyone else is going what the fuck are they it's supposed yeah. to be a little joke for people that have gone what is that alright it's a joke it's not listen it's a joke it's not Howard being too lazy to find out what things well, are called it wouldn't be there'd be it, no point in saying it if I knew what they were <laughs> well you're describing what's going on I mean it's going to carry on what I've done is I've not, I've not followed the rule of three I've got nachos and those those nut things and chocolate chocolate stuff it should be it should be nachos McDonald's and those, that nuts well the no point this is, is part of a longer list gonna, okay. what you're doing here is you're making a list of things about London. Yeah. So you've you've started by saying London's West End on a Saturday night. Beef Burger Man. <laughs> what are they called? <laughs> Beef Burger Man. <laughs> Those guys with the red and the big ass. <laughs> Beef eaters. <laughs> I mean, they're not yeah, the, the guys. big ass. They're, the guys That's with the London, Busby's. Right? The guys with the Busby's. Beef are actually, Burger Man. They're, they're palace guards. Beef but burger man. But there's another thing called beef eaters. Yeah, yeah. But there's another thing called beef burger man. Beef burger, yeah, yeah. But I meant beef eaters. You know what I meant. You know what I meant. I do, yeah, yeah. But then the palace guards, beef burger man. No, no. Palace guards are the ones with the tall Busbies. What are and the beef, beef burger eaters? Got? Beef eaters are the ones at the Tower of London with the right. smaller hats. The, their hats are small. Yeah. Do you want to see one? Not really. Okay. <laughs> so neon food smell. <laughs> Nachos and those nut things in chocolate stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, I don't because I wasn't there at the time. But yeah, but you, you, but I, I saw some just the other you. day though. Did when, you? I walked over like not the Millennium Bridge, but one of those ones. I know they. I've seen them selling like roasted chestnuts um, on is? the South Bank. Like they're really, they do have a dark um, outside, so maybe you've mistook it. Let's see what else you've got to say about London. Mm. All right. I'm gonna, <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm going to read it again because I'm enjoying it too much. Let's <laughs> <laughs> start from the beginning of the paragraph because this is one of my favourite things you've ever written. Thank this, you. this phrase. Thank you. Neon. Food smell. <laughs> you stop saying food smell like it's at the end of a sentence. You told me that there was a colon or a semicolon. No, you got or a dash after food smell. Yeah, yeah. Dash means like these food yeah, smells. Yeah, absolutely. Neon food smell. Nachos and those nut things in chocolate stuff. That's my. That's how I'm doing it. No, because you keep pausing after. <laughs> yeah, to laugh. Food smell. <laughs> to laugh. So you're just ruining it. Food you're smell ruining my brilliant. Making me laugh. I'm writing good poetry prose. I know, and I'm really enjoying it. You All right, I'll do it again. I'll do it right this time. Let me, let me try again. Okay. I'm gonna get it right this time. Better. Are you ready? Yeah, break ready. Neon food smell. <laughs> I thought I was gonna get through that time. Nachos and those <laughs> nut things in chocolate stuff. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'm acting it now. Yeah, All yeah, right. yeah, that's good. McDonald's. Oh, no, yeah, is the yeah, next yeah, thing. McDonald's that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's good, yeah. Schwarzenegger and Dench sharing the billing on Shaftesbury Avenue. Outdoor pizza and entertainments. Outdoor pizza. 
like the idea of outdoor, outdoor pizza. pizza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I is outdoor I don't know pizza? why that's funny, but that's funny. But I mean, right? yeah, no, because uh, you do. Like in the West End, particularly, there are loads of kind of places where you go up to a, a window and buy a slice of pizza and stuff yeah. like that. So I mean, you, that is essentially outdoor pizza. It's but not. That's not what it's called. Though, is <laughs> no, it? it's not what it's called. It's not no, not outdoor pizza. But, <laughs> but I know what you mean. I mean like, More so you, than the nuts. Even I understand if you that. buy pizza indoors, you can still take it outside. It doesn't make it fucking outdoor pizza. No, there's a guard like on outdoor. the door going. Uh, excuse me, sir. Did you um, did you buy outdoor pizza? Because you, if you bought it here, you've got to make sure you bought the correct form of pizza yeah. if you take indoor pizza outside it explodes yeah yeah because <laughs> yeah, outdoor well, I mean you use I mean, outdoor even the outdoor pizza that you're talking about is still indoors it's still it's not like that, that window leads to the outdoors it's like a hole in a building yeah. with a person selling you pizza but that pizza's indoors until you take it outside it's, yes. all, it's just pizza it's just pizza there's not yeah. in, there is no there's no such thing as indoor pizza so outdoor mean, pizza cannot exist you mean takeaway takeaway pizza yeah <laughs> That's, That's what, what I mean. That's what you mean. Yeah, later on we're going to, like, Dr. Who's going to get an outdoor Chinese yeah, and, gonna and, and some outdoor curry. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is that the, you use outdoor as a, an adjective. You use it to mean, like, in the forest or camping. Like, yeah. out, like outdoor... It, like if you go to um, Millets or Blacks to buy a tent, that's an outdoor that's store. An outdoor store, yeah. You don't use outdoor just to mean like eating a pizza on the street. <laughs> yeah, that's why it sounds strange. Street pizza. Street pizza. Yeah, yeah. That's well, there wasn't one. a term for it then. Street food is like. I think there was. No. <laughs> no, street food is a new thing that only it's emerged not. in the past couple of years. I invented outdoor food. Outdoor food. Yeah, yeah. Outdoor pizza. Absolutely. I mean, I think street food has been around for hundreds of years. No, but it wasn't called it until hipsters came on the no, scene. It, it was. We a name. I didn't I'm... need a name before. People didn't didn't need to differentiate between pizza inside a building and outside a building. No one was going... You did. No yeah. one was... <laughs> We've got an example right here of someone who wanted no to. No one was confused about that. No one was going like, oh, should I stop? Stop calling it Pizza and Elf. Left the building. <laughs> has it got a new name? Yeah. Was that at half of it indoors and I walked outside? Is it going to give it a different name now? Should I call it Pete's In and Pete's Out? There we go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, then be... Pete's going to get confused if no, I do I'm that. Fucking do you want some Pete's In, Pete? Uh, what? What? <laughs> Outdoor pizza is what bears eat. Yeah. <laughs> So when bears make pizza, it's called outdoor pizza or bear pizza. Mm. <laughs> you choose. More commonly bear pizza. <laughs> or more commonly raw. Yeah. They don't speak English. They don't eat pizza either. <laughs> um, so, let's start again. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it properly this time. Oh, yeah. Neon. Nachos <laughs> <laughs> and those nothings in chocolate stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. McDonald's, McDonald's, Schwarzenegger and Dent swearing the building on Shaftesbury Avenue. Avenue. Outdoor, Outdoor pizza, pizza and entertainments. Further nuts. Further nuts? In the... <laughs> what? <laughs> What's going on? It's going to make sense. You're making a gag. You're doing a gag. Oh. Further nuts. It's <laughs> 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 actually funny if I don't carry on, but. Further nuts. Yeah, there's, more, there's nuts everywhere. In the form oh. of religious speakers from foreign climes. I don't know why they're foreign. Also, you spelt climes wrong. You spelt climes with a B. That's how you climb. I mean, like, what <laughs> yeah, are you yeah. talking about? Well, it how says you climb further something? nuts in the form of religious speakers from foreign climes. So you're <laughs> meaning like like Spanish ladders. <laughs> like yeah, okay. So French stairs or something. Well, maybe maybe I do mean that. I mean, I mean people that like a foreign but from up a ladder. <laughs> Right, so at this point, Howard, we are very much still on the prologue. 
you have described London a bit, mm. and that's all. Mm. Right? Uh, described it very well oh, and very, accurately. Very well, yeah, especially the nachos. Yes. All right, let's First see. First thing. <laughs> Number one on the list, yeah. What people think of when they go to London. <laughs> what are you going to London for? Nachos. Oh, I'm going for the famous nachos. <laughs> Get those London nachos. <laughs> Although if you go to... Um, yeah. If you go to that pub next to the Trafalgar Studios, <laughs> uh, well, ten years ago when yeah. we used to go there, yeah. they will do you fish and crisps, they right? Do. They will do fish and crisps, and the crisps are Doritos. Mm. So maybe that's what you were writing about. Maybe. Like the food smells was the fish, mm. and next to the fish was some crisps, and you're like, what? <laughs> London, sort it out. Why are you giving me fish <laughs> and crisps? This is wrong. All right, let's see what happens next. The hush was a natural phenomenon. Not an evil being, not a power seeker but simply a break in the weather that seldom, if ever, occurs. Spiralling outwards, all who were touched died instantaneously with half-formed words on their lips. Machinery stopped in its tracks. Even the mighty wind lost its whistle. Uh, has anyone seen my whistle? Um, <laughs> my name is Mighty Wind. Yeah, wrestler. Uh, and, uh, yes, I... I recognise you from WWF, actually. That's right. That's, I used to, I used really to be a very famous wrestler, but then I had a brain injury, and so since then I've been busking uh, with my whistle, yeah. and uh, there's not much I can do without it. I mean, I can't wrestle people in the street, can I? So, uh, I can't I can't sell uh, nut things uh, in chocolate <laughs> stuff, because that, that stuff, job's no. already taken. It's taken a job by, by, so by, by John, the chocolate Blowing so I, my whistle, but yeah. somebody stole my whistle. Where's now I'm just blowing, just standing here blowing. No one's giving me any money. How am I going to afford my cat food this evening <laughs> if I can't busk up a few pounds? I mean, come on, come on. What what am I going to do? Come, help me busk them up. <laughs> help me busk up those pounds. Give me a whistle. Without oxygen, sound cannot exist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, good. Well, yeah, as we all know from science class, without oxygen, sound doesn't exist. That's true. Of course it is. Sound doesn't travel well in a vacuum. That's nothing to do with oxygen. Yes. Yeah, there's no oxygen. What's making the sounds? Yeah, as we're like, oxygen plays the drums. (laughs) But if there's no oxygen, there's no one to play the drums. You know, when there's no oxygen and everyone dies, they're sharp, don't they? They're not saying anything anymore, they're all dead. Actually, yeah. And uh, when it comes to human sound, that is true, right? Because, yeah, without oxygen, everyone's too dead to make any noise. Yeah. I'm sure it's about to say other reasons why there's no sound, not just the oxygen thing. Or maybe that that paragraph got lost in the print. What it says is, without oxygen, sound cannot exist. Yeah, as we all know, yeah. (laughs) Trying to work out what this means. (laughs) The opposite is also true. (laughs) Without sound, oxygen oxygen can't exist. For where there is no sound, there is no life, and so no need for oxygen. That's a weird way of thinking. <laughs> so if nothing's brilliant. alive, if nothing's alive, oxygen goes, oh, well, I'm probably not needed here, then I'll just stop existing. <laughs> so anyway, blah, 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 no life, no oxygen. Of course. With every sound it consumed, it gathered strength and pace in its mute blossoming. Wow. Everything died. Wow. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming. But the next line is everything died. Uh... Nature itself ceased in its toil. It was as if time itself had come to an end and there would be no more of anything ever again. No more nut things with chocolate stuff. Oh, yeah. No more neon. No more food smell. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, no, what a terrifying <laughs> Shit, thought. Shit, yeah. Then, speeding like a bat out of hell from the direction of Covent Garden, appeared an alive person. Mm-hmm. Heavy Doc Martin silently pummeling into a sea of dead flesh and concrete paving. There are piles of dead people, you were right. Yeah. As though someone had turned the telly down. <laughs> It had taken away the sound of this character, Meta, he said it was Meta, but it had somehow failed to kill the movement of this remarkable young human girl. Alright, so we've just met something called The Hush, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so can you just give me a quick explanation of what, what is The Hush? The hush yeah. is this terrible um, occurrence. Occurrence. It's a yeah. happening. It's like um, it's, it's like something M Night Shyamalan would be would would be, <laughs> would be, would be proud pissing of, yeah. himself with joy if he'd thought he'd, he'd invented. But I invented if, if, it. If he'd, if he'd invented that instead of spooky wind. Spooky wind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe he maybe he came to invent the hush and realised it had already been already taken been done by, by me. you. Yeah. Okay. So he couldn't have it, so he had to have spooky wind instead. So, but I invented um, something that when sound gets so soundy. A thing yeah. comes to eat that sound, and so it. the hush eats sound. Yes, and makes everything hush. All right, and that quiet. and that therefore people die. Yes, because okay. they can't live without saying things. <laughs> so the hush. You know what humans are like? They've got to be saying stuff like, "Oh, yeah. where's me? Where's me chips? Chips." <laughs> okay. So when the places get very noisy, like London, mm. the hush turns up. And eats all the sound. Yeah. And everyone dies. Yes. Okay. Correct. Nailed it. All right. So what's happening at the moment is that um, we've just discovered that a human girl is running through dead London where everyone's dead because the hush ate their noise. Yeah. <laughs> right? And there's a there's a human girl running through London um, and I've got a feeling it might be Ace. Because you said it's Ace and you told me it's Ace in this story and it's Sylvester oh. McCoy and Ace. So we all know. So here we go. Let's find out what Ace is up to. Even with the antimatter disc man the doctor had constructed for her, <laughs> turned up to full volume, Ace's ears ached as the silence bored through Disaster Aria's music. Now that's disaster, ar- not disaster area, mm-hmm. but disaster aria. aria. Uh, so the, the silence bored through Disaster Aria's music and battered at her skull till she feared it may implode. Her nostrils stung as it fought to gain entry to her nervous system any way available, and tears were rolling down her cheeks. So I can't get in her ears, I'm going to go up a nose and (laughs) remove sound that way. (laughs) Said the hush. Said the hush, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. She paused for a moment to massage her temples, relieving the pain a temporary respite, Mm. then pushed on, clambering over the peace-ridden masses of the quiet dead. Wow forcing a path through the deafening lull that ravaged like a wind-borne plague. <laughs> so many fucking great descriptive words in this to say it's not very loud. A lot of words. It's very quiet. <laughs> the headphones were plugged directly into her imagination. <laughs> and that's not something just anyone can do. <laughs> all right, Ace. All right, Ace. I'm going to plug these headphones directly into your imagination, okay? <laughs> now, yeah. you're going to have... What are you talking about, Doctor? You're going to have to check your... You're going to have to take your trousers off so that I can uh, plug it directly oh, into your imagination, okay? Doctor Who, you naughty man. <laughs> 
said Doctor Who. Oh, Doctor Who, you naughty man. What did you say, Doctor Who? Nothing, don't worry. I'm just having a little, <laughs> little conversation with myself. Oh, Doctor Who, you're a naughty man. <laughs> Get your trousers off, Ace. I've got to plug something into your imagination. Is that a euphemism, Doctor Who? No, no, it's not. It is a euphemism, yes. <laughs> this incarnation of Doctor Who talks to himself a lot, I reckon. I've decided that. No, it's not a euphemism, Ace. It's a euphemism. <laughs> oh, Doctor Who, you're so naughty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's his character now. Oh, and when he's hanging around with such a moron like Ace, he's probably going to end up talking to himself, isn't he? The headphones were plugged directly into her imagination in order that only she could possibly hear the extreme noise of Lex Day Marshall's stack. Lex Day's Marshall stack. Lex Day's Marshall stack. Okay, I get it. So, like, basically what it's saying is that, like, if, it, if the sound were real then the hush would eat it. Oh, okay. But if you pump it into someone's imagination and they only imagine they're hearing really, really loud so music, it's, it's, you can't have it. So it's like virtual reality in, in kind of sci-fi where you plug your brain direct. You're not just wearing glasses mm. that show you a, a screen. You plug it directly no, no, into your brain. No, you're just wearing glasses. It's just kind of like help you read or something. Or see, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Doctor had correctly reasoned that if he could somehow arrange it mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that the Discman itself... Yeah, yeah were encased in a shield of antimatter. <laughs> then yeah. the CD could continue its spinning without any unwanted interference, and that if the music it played was not, in fact, being played on any real frequency, oh, but an imaginary one... Right. OK, so I've imagined a frequency for you. A, uh... I'm just imagining frequency 3.5.milk T12. I've got a question for you, Doctor Who. <laughs> no, no questions. No, no, sorry. I'm worried about. I'm worried about the fact that I won't be able to answer it because I'm really making just, this up as I go along. Confused about the fact. Okay, since, go on. Since one the music's question. imaginary, right? Why does it need a disc no. man? I mean, does that could we just, no, 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 no. just go straight to the imaginary music? No, 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 the, uh, since the music it's completely in my mind. The we? music's not imaginary. The right. frequency is imaginary, okay. and the disc man, the headphones are plugged into your imagination. Okay, yeah. that's the bit where you have to take your trousers off. We're still going to do that later. Oh, okay, God, yeah. okay. But okay. don't know the music's real. It's just plugged into your imagination mm. using my special secret sonic screwdriver. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going to need to use that later. I don't oh usually God. show you that one. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, the, the music was not in fact being played on any real frequency, but an imaginary one. Then the hush could not realistically touch it. But where's the imaginary music? The music, imaginary music's not coming out of the disc band, then, is it? It's your fucking imaginary music. Uh, well, of course. When you just go, imagine some music. The music, music. No, it says the music it played, so it is playing music. But the music it played was not being played on a real frequency, right? But on an imaginary one. So the music's real, but it's being played on an imaginary frequency. Mm. So she can't hear it then, <laughs> unless she's got imaginary ears. <laughs> <laughs> Which she probably has. He well, probably gave us some imaginary even, yeah, ears. If your ears are imaginary, that's going to make it even harder to, to hear imaginary frequencies. Doctor, right? my ears are imaginary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that might be a problem. Oh, I'll, I'll get you some imaginary headphones and some imaginary music to listen to with your imaginary ears. Oh, well, I know ears. this is the new adventures and it's supposed to be a bit more adult, but I mean, there's no suggestion in this TV series that Ace's ears are imaginary. And they, always, they always seemed quite real when I saw them on TV. <laughs> But so, who knows what's happened between the TV show and this book? Yeah, of course. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, I mean, in the adventure of Doctor Who and Ace's imaginary ears. Okay, so she's imagining ears now. Yeah, okay. imaginary ears. All right. Okay. Oh no. I've, all right. Is the sentence getting even better? No, no. It's the next paragraph. We, you've done what you've done to us so many times. I ought to go back 
Let me just let me read through that bit again so you get the full idea, okay? The headphones were plugged directly into her imagination in order that only she could possibly hear the extreme noise of Lex Day's martial stack. The doctor had correctly reasoned that if he could somehow arrange it so that the Discman itself were encased in the shield of antimatter, then the CD could continue its spinning without any unwanted interference, and that if the music it played was not in fact being played on any real frequency, but an imaginary one, then the hush could not realistically touch it. Full stop, end of paragraph. Mm -hmm. This had been a feeble and dicky explanation of an unbelievably unlikely and clichéd concept. Okay, right. But hey, thought Ace, even Time Lords have a feeble dicky side. Basically, you've done that thing that you often did where you read back and go, shit. Right, <laughs> oh my yeah. oh my god, what have I written says Howard. I'd better excuse it in the next line. Okay. Doctor Who was a wazak. Yeah, Doctor Who was a wazak. <laughs> thought Ace. Thought Ace. But I mean like she it says that it's cliched, but I don't think there's anything no, cliched no, about no, it's a, a disc not. man wrapped in antimatter. About like this paragraph. This unique paragraph you've just written. Frequency yeah. music. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, it's, no, it's, it's the absolutely. most unique sentence I've heard in a long time. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. In a perfect world, Ace would be encased in the antimatter shield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no one would have to talk to her. <laughs> Thought Doctor She'd be dead, right? Yeah. In a perfect world, I'd have put you in a concrete box and dropped you into a river years ago. In a perfect world, Ace herself would be encased in the antimatter shield, but... As the Doctor had consistently proved to her in all their travels through time and space... Mm-hmm. There's just no such thing. What is a case what? to put Ace in? An Ace case? No, there's no such thing as an Ace case, Ace. <laughs> Can't put you in an Ace case, Ace. Yeah, but every time. Do- I'm quite looking forward to being put in an Ace case. But maybe on this adventure, you could put me in an Ace case. <laughs> That's a weird sentence, though, right? It's that me- in a perfect world, she would be encased in the antimatter shield. But as the Doctor consistently proved to her in all their travels through time and space, there's no such thing. The thing that there's no such thing of is supposed to be the perfect world. Mm. You see, it's just oh, it fell at the start okay. of the sentence. It's really badly it's, um, like um, phrased. It's the wrong, the wrong way around. All right, so there's no such thing. All right, okay, I didn't get that at all. I, well, I mean, there's thought... no such thing as an antimatter ace case either. So I mean, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's okay. it doesn't matter what you thought. Either way, yeah, yeah. either way, it's fine. Works, yeah. And there's better. no such thing as ace or doctor. Who. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all fine. Whatever you thought that meant, mm-hmm. it's true. <laughs> you were right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, that's a great sentence then. Great. It really, I mean, there's like four oh, yeah. or five different ways you can read it, Subtext and all of them are true. On many levels, that's what I do. <laughs> no, it's just so meaningless that it doesn't matter what you take from it, it's all true. Yeah, or it's working on many levels, many different time one, levels. One of those two things, maybe both. Maybe it's working on both those levels, on a level of meaning and of meaninglessness. Well, that's one of the many levels. <laughs> yeah, it's two of them, actually. <laughs> Is it though? I mean, we just said two things, then you said that's one of the many levels. Yeah, no. I just, <laughs> no, that's one of them. <laughs> okay. Time magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like when you go to a, like go to a department store, mm-hmm. you know, they don't just have one thing on each level, do you? You know, you don't go to trout trouser level and then shoe <laughs> level. I don't go to trout trouser level. Trouser level. Trouts don't wear trousers. Yeah, like trout level, trouser level. You know, they don't go to trout trouser level. Trout. Also, but you know, if they, you know, because they put the trout trousers along yeah. with the cock <laughs> trousers and the salmon trousers. Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't have one thing per level. No. So uh, that that's why whatever you said makes sense or something. Yeah. 
Okay, I next <laughs> next paragraph. If it means I made sense, I agree. I mean, it doesn't, but I'm just, I'm just trying well, to that, I'm trying to have you back. I don't know how trout trousers has got anything to do with what I said, but if that <laughs> makes me make that, sense, then that yes, is what trout you said. trousers. Yes, <laughs> that is that is what it says here. It says Ace had her trout trousers on, <laughs> and she was running around with a, a, a CD Walkman plugged into her imagination. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> which one's odder? Yeah. Ace could not decide which of the two facts were odder. <laughs> but it was probably the imagination. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to this first chapter in a brand new story in the Worst Writer in the World show. If you want to say things at us, you can do so on our Facebook Facebook. group, Worst Writer in the World. See you next week, people. Bye-bye, Mel. Worst Writer in the World. Worst Writer in the World.